I don't set the payment. I suggest the payment. You set the payment. What payment makes sense for you and your family? Okay. Do not let a lender um, max you out unless you're comfortable with maxing you out. Right. That's a payment that you're making. For me, it's not just about home ownership. It's about home sustainability. Hello, this is Shauna Weatherspoon, Shauna CEO Weatherspoon of the EMP podcast. Welcome to this week's edition of Empower Me with Purpose. Our purpose is to be on purpose. We meet with amazing men and women out in the community doing well, making it happen, who are purpose driven, who are innovative, uh, who are exciting, and they have a message to share. So, our goal is And our responsibility is to get this done just for you, to put people in front of you, to inspire you, to get you all fired up about your life, your business, your mission, and make sure along the way you are feeling absolutely blessed and just fabulous, darling. Today, we have the honor and the pleasure of being in the building with no other than Jason Mitchell of Wintrust Mortgage. I want to tell you guys, you are in for a treat over these next 30 to 45 minutes to learn more about building wealth, more about the financial industry, more about a man in leadership who's also a husband, a boss, a dad, all of these things out in his community. We're going to be learning about him today. Today is today. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Let me share his bio with you all really briefly. Jason Mitchell has been in the mortgage industry for over 10 years. He has a great passion for serving others, and his mission is to help people finance the dream of home ownership and give children backyards to play in. Along with residential mortgages, Jason is also a regular volunteer instructor for Habitat for Humanity in Chicago and other organizations within the Chicagoland area. He resides in Oswego, Illinois, with his wife of 12 years, Lashana, and their two beautiful young sons. Welcome to the EMP podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. We are honored for you to be in the building. So I know you're a busy man. Uh, I really want you to say from my heart to yours, we thank you for your time. Uh, I know you are a man of service. You are definitely a servant leader. So we're just happy. We don't have too many men on a podcast often. So we're just excited for you to be joining us. So what what do we need to know about you? We want to, aside from the bio, who is the man, the myth, the legend? So uh, really, in a nutshell, it, it is what, what it says in the bio. I am, I am everything um, that that bio is. I'm a husband. I'm a father. Um, I'm a person who loves serving in the community. And I get to do that. I get the opportunity to do that through mortgage transactions as well. Not many people can say that they're living out their life calling through the career that they've chosen or that has chosen them. So mm. for me, um, that, that opportunity is, is huge. That's awesome. So I have been in several settings with you and obviously we work together and I can speak to the phenomenal job that you do for our clients to move family forward. So I thank you again for that. Mm-hmm. But I've never heard you say what you just said. So you that's a, that is a, a honor and a blessing and a privilege to wake up and be able to do the things that you love to do and actually make a living while doing it. Right. Right. So let, let's talk to me about that. How did you get into the industry? What do you love about it? Um, why should people want to work with you and know more about the business and the opportunity that you have to share with us? Yeah, great question. So um, honestly, I, uh, most of us in the lending space kind of stumble into the industry. Um, it was an opportunity that was presented to me uh, at a company um, back in 2008. And if you recall, 2008 
wasn't the best period for mortgage <laughs> and real estate um, with the crash and everything that that endured through that through that through those periods. Mm-hmm. But I did. I had no idea about that. I was so green. Uh, I was happy for the opportunity to to be an. Um, at that time, I was a processor, mortgage processor. So I was on the operations side, um, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed talking to people. I enjoyed helping people, and that that helped prompt me into into more opportunities. It, it moved me into some more opportunities, um, on and off. Of course, the crash happened. I left the mortgage industry, came back, um, was in an operations role, processing role again. Um, and then I went into secondary markets uh, before becoming a mortgage closer for three three years, three or four years um, prior to becoming a loan originator four years ago. Okay. And so that was a real, a very large arc for me. Okay. Not many lenders can say that they've gone on the operations side, done many roles and, and done it successfully yes. prior to joining the sales, the, the sales team. So I believe that that is a value add that not a lot of lenders can say that they have. Okay. Um, being able to see things from the other side of the spectrum, um, being able to have a, a, a creative and a great partnership with people on the operations side, because I've been there, yeah. understanding their roles, um, especially with the closing department, um, so that we can literally create a mortgage plan that works for them, number one. But number two, I can talk them through 90% of what's gonna happen while in the process. Yes. Yes. And when you say secondary market for those of those for those who yeah. are new to those kind of terms, what do, exactly does that mean? Rates. So I locked rates. interest rates. OK. <laughs> That's All the right. Best way and why is why is that important for us to understand and know? Well, we understand um, a lot of times we as lenders don't typically talk about about rates. We talk more about payment, but it's good to have a working knowledge of how the index works, how the rates work. Um, so that we're be better able to, to assist the consumer, better able to answer the questions as it relates to market. A lot of times people are asking, I mean, the simple question is, are rates going to go up? Are rates going to go down? I can tell you, yes, they are always going to go up or down. That's exactly what's going to happen. If I could predict the market, I don't think I'd be doing this space like this in this aspect or in this, in this um, how I do it. But, you know, overall, uh, again, it, gets, it just lends me, it lends back to, being able to advise people in the best method possible and having that experience as a part of the background is a, is a, is a value add and a definite uh, bonus. Absolutely. So I always say the being in the real estate industry overall, it, it is just not for the faint at heart. So in your opinion, um, what keeps you going? Like why you said you love the work that you do, but w- what do you love about it? Like what, what's so important about your role through the process? Right. So, um, I can recall back when I was in the operations side, uh, thinking about a decision to go onto the sales side because my, my wife kept telling me, you need to go into sales, you need to go into sales, you have greater opportunity there. Um, I was feeling a ceiling a little bit in the role that I was that I was in, I was doing well. Um, but at the time we were, we just had our son, he was about seven, eight months old. And the thing that got into my mind was, I wanna make sure that when he takes steps, he takes his first steps in our house, Amen. right? Uh, it didn't work that way. He took steps <laughs> okay. in my parents' house um, and then stopped walking. I'm like, what are you doing? So he would only walk over there, which oh. is the funniest thing in the world. But eventually we got to a place and I have pictures on my Instagram videos and stuff like that, where he was running in his backyard. And I'm okay. like, I, I love the feeling of that. I love the feeling of, um, of, of creating an opportunity that he never experienced before. Yeah, And I said, if I feel like that, how much more can I help other families feel, feel, uh, feel that same way and have that same experience? 
Indeed. So that prompted me to really push and yield to get into a sales environment and go into sales. Um, and the, the platform that, I, that I'm on gave me the opportunity to, to do so, which is great. Yes, yes, it is. So I'm, I'm, I, I know you probably have come across this from time to time as well. So many people either don't believe they can be homeowners, they don't think they can afford it, even though in Illinois, in many cases, they're paying more, more money for a rent than mortgage. Yes. What, how, what would you share with them? What do they need to know from the man himself who does this job every day? Well, I think one of the biggest things is what you focus on expands, right? Yes. So if you want to own a home, you need to focus on the steps that it takes to own a home. You need to be partnered with the right people who create that opportunity for you. Yeah. Um, delayed is not denied, is what I always tell clients. Um, okay. Just because we can't get you into a home this very second doesn't mean that it's going to that it's gonna um, elude you forever and, and escape you forever. Mm -hmm. So what do you need to put into place? What processes do you need to start working on? What do you need to start saving? What do you need to start spending less on? How do you allocate your budget? Do you have a budget? Um, you know, those conversations are the conversations that we have. They're hard conversations because they really, really um, allow you to and give you the opportunity to focus. Most people don't look at their bank statements. They just spend, right? right. They know what's coming right. in on the 15th and the end of the month because it's a static, it's, 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 a, it's a, um, a flow that's consistent. Mm -hmm. um, but what's going out, you know, what and how can we make sure that we have the money work for them? You know, so that's really, that's really largely what we do. We, 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 we encourage people. We let them know, hey, this is certainly an opportunity for you. Maybe you need some housing counseling. Listen, right. I, I, I teach at three, two to three different housing counseling agencies from time to time. We just I never knew that. Just, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that with Chicago Habitat for Humanity. Okay. Um, we have some classes rolling out in January, which are good. Okay. I just did one with Chicago Urban League. Um, I have one with South Suburban Housing Agency coming up soon. Okay. The south side and that's an in-person there's all these and west cook home ownership center um out of the austin area so okay there's leverage there's opportunity and there are people who literally get paid to put you in homes and to educate you on the process yes. some of which you don't have to pay for especially with some of these housing counseling agencies or even if it's a small nominal fee let's say it's a hundred dollars mm -hmm. is a hundred dollars worth an opportunity to, for you to 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 live life by design is it hundred it's a hundred dollars worth the opportunity for you to get educated on the ways and the steps towards becoming a homeowner i think yeah yes. we we literally spent a hundred dollars with just myself and two kids the other night at dinner yeah so we know we know it's affordable if you yeah. want it to be right absolutely what you yeah. again what you focus on expands True. and is your money working on your behalf are you are you putting a mission behind what you're doing with every dollar i love that I love that. That's so good. That's so good. Oh, that's so good. And you just see, I'm telling you, you're just full of surprises. I had no clue. <laughs> you got, and what are some of the exact classes that you teach and courses that you teach? So they're all geared around home buyer workshops. So okay. um, it, it's just basic, basic, basic steps to home ownership. Um, what are the steps that it takes? Uh, what lenders look for? Um, mm -hmm. What they look at? Um, okay. And, and, you know, essentially from start to finish what the process looks like for the consumer, because you and I both know mm -hmm. that this process can be overwhelming to the first time homeowner. Absolutely. It can be, it can be tremendously overwhelming. It can be frustrating. It can be difficult and be challenging. Um, but that class helps to pad some of that challenge because okay. now they're going in as an educated buyer. 
-hmm. knowing what to expect within reason. Yeah. And so you're, you're such a, a great and strong communicator. And that's, that's what I love about the clientele that we serve and work together on, because I know when they are working with you, they're going to understand every step of the process throughout the way. And that's so important. I don't, I don't know about you. I'm so old school when it comes to communication to where for me, the texting thing, you know, when it's something like that, I always look at it and say, this is the biggest investment most families are going to make in their life. They need to be yeah. talking to a human being, not just yeah. texting and getting email communications. Um, what's, what's your way to communicate to your clients? What do you find to be the most effective way to help people understand? And so it depends on the client. Um, okay. For me, when I, when I do, so if a client comes to me, if, if Shauna Weatherspoon's like, Jason, I have somebody for you to contact. We have a five minute conversation. We okay. talk about what their mission is what they're looking to do, how long they're, how, how soon they're looking to purchase, um, to purchase a home. Mm -hmm. What are there any barriers in a way? Quick conversation. Yep. And then we talk about the consultation, the process. So I tell them after, after hearing their information, hearing their story, I talk to them in brief about the process. Like, Hey, the first step is to, is to make sure that you qualify. Um, and we do a pre-approval process. Pre-approval mm -hmm. is broken into four components. Do you like pie? That's the weirdest question. Do you like, do I like pie? Yes. Do you like pie? Because you see you how I'm about, looking at you like, what? Do you like pie? Because uh, pie, because when I, when I explain to consumers, I tell them, Hey, pie is the four pieces to home ownership is the four pieces of the process. You okay. have your credit, which mm -hmm. is what, which, which is, are you paying your bills on time? What okay. bills are outstanding? What bills are out there? Do you have any lates, any foreclosures? You have your income. What do you make on the 15th and the end of the month? Is it on the 15th and the end of the month or is it a, a 1099 salary? We look at your assets. Are you putting money in the bank? If so, what does that look like? Okay. And the last piece is the property. Are you looking for a single family? Is it a multi-unit? Mm -hmm. You know, what are those components? So we talk about the four C's or the I call it the pie because most people like pie and they can look at four quadrants and think of it from that perspective. Okay. Right. And then from there, um, once that's complete, I say, Hey, we, we talk about this. This is the four pieces. We get this information by having you complete a mortgage, um, a, a loan application. It's something that's digital. You can complete it online. If you're able, if you don't like digital, we can take it over the phone. We can talk through it. Okay. Um, but the big piece is looking at that information collecting the documentation so that we can review the information at length and then setting up a loan consultation. Now, the loan consultation takes 20 to 30 minutes. We set it up on the call and we yeah. talk, and excuse me, in that loan consultation, we literally talk through what you're spending, okay. talking through what our findings are on the credit report, what we're looking at from that standpoint. Um, and then we make sure that at the end of our consultation, you know exactly where your purchase price is going to be, which is important. Because you're right. a realtor, Shauna Weatherspoon is going to know how much can you spend and make sure that we find the house for you in that price point. We talk about your payment because we want to make sure that your payment is comfortable. Yes. I don't set the payment. I suggest the payment. You set the payment. What payment makes sense for you and your family? Okay. Right. Yep. Do not let a lender um, max you out unless you're comfortable with maxing you out. Right. That's the payment that you're making. For me, it's not just about home ownership. It's about home sustainability. Can you live in that home if the what if happens? Amen. Can you continue to pay your mortgage if the what if happens? Right. Yep. And yep. then the final piece is the out of pocket expenses. What are you bringing to the closing table? What is your mm -hmm. out of pocket cash to close? Um, are we able to utilize a down payment assistance? Do you want down payment assistance? 
we talked through all of those pieces at length so that at the end of the day, you know your price point, you know your payment, you know your out-of-pocket expenses. Okay, and then Shauna will set you up based on those parameters and, and get you rolling from that from that aspect. If we need to revisit it, we talk through it so that we okay. know, okay, hey, I'm not really finding anything at this price point. I know I only wanted to pay a thousand dollars a month. Right. What does $1,200 look like for me? Right. And then I go to the table and I say, hey, um, tell me where your taxes are for the areas that you're seeing the homes that that the client really likes. Yeah. And we work to put a plan together based around that. I love it. Do you know, in 18 years, you're the first lender that I ever heard say home ownership sustainability and how important that is versus just closing a deal and getting somebody in a house. Are you serious? I swear to God. I swear to God. Come on. So come on, brother. Come on, money making men. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that. So I've never, it's, Especially it's, in the communities that we live in. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, let's talk what, about what it. Like? It's, it's, it's so important to have sustainability in home ownership. Yes. Come that's on. how we move the dollar and that Come is on. how we create actual wealth wealth hello say them good words and see now now i'm all warm and fuzzy one of my favorite <laughs> words one of my favorite <laughs> words okay cup so let's talk about a couple of things and of course um we want to be good about time and compliance issues so please if i'm out of my lane just give me right back to where i need to be please you got it um Credit. Can we talk about credit scores? A lot of people don't know what their credit scores are. They don't know if their scores are high enough to get approved. What do they need to get to start the process to even apply and get pre-approved? Great question. So credit is a, is a funny thing because many lenders will have different credit score variances as to what they use to qualify. There are some lenders that can go down to 580, 560 as far as a credit score and get you into a home. There are some lenders that require a 640. I know for many of the down payment assistance programs in Illinois, the minimum mm -hmm. score is a 640, okay? okay. Um, and then also uh, there are some lenders, the big banks that require a minimum of a 680 to get you into a score mm -hmm. uh, or to get you into a property. So it really depends on the, the, the lender yeah. um, and, the, and where, you, um, where you get pre-approved that to, to qualify, okay? Yes. Um, but again, it goes back to what I said, the latest not denied. If you're close, if you're, if you make sure that the lender that you choose has the ability to rescore you, what is making your score so low? Let's educate you on that. Most people will know as uh, because I don't pay my bills on time. Well, can you okay. pay your bills on time? Right. That's the first step. You right. know, um, what are the bills that you're delinquent on? Can we pay them off or can we get to within 30% of the high credit limit as far as yes. credit cards are concerned? Yeah. Um, I think the power to educate um, on those aspects will turn someone into a buyer over time. Okay. And what does rescoring mean for those who are not aware of that term? Thank you. Rescoring is, let's say you come in and you have a five, a 630 and we need you at a 640 in okay. order to get you down payment assistance programs. Mm -hmm. um, let's say that the reason that you're at a 630 is because you're at 50% of your high credit limit on your credit cards. Mm -hmm. I can look at your, I can look at a potential rescore or basically look at the data and say, well, if we go from 50% to 30% on that one credit card, does that move the threshold for that particular trade or that particular uh, credit score? Okay. Um, Wintrust, we use a, a tri-merge report. So we use Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. Mm -hmm. If it's just a 640 or one, I can, I can potentially do a rescore on just one and okay. look and see if I can get that score up to a 640. If so, we're winning. We're in the game. We get you pre-approved and we get you ready to go. Love it. Love it. Thank you for explaining that, by the mm -hmm. way. 
Okay, next question is, and it was a good one for you too. We talked about down, let's talk about down payment assistance because people hear that and all they hear, in my opinion, in many cases, is free money. Can you explain, elaborate on what that means and how the program works? Because I think there's a huge disconnect in our marketplace about the program and yeah, what it means. Absolutely. So down payment assistance and bond programs, the whole mission um, and the whole reason that states have those is to help people get into homes. Um, is it free money? Not exactly. Um, the, the money is, 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 is used in order to purchase a home and it's forgiven over time. So for instance, for Illinois, there are a couple of grant programs that are um, forgiven over time. There's a $6,000 program through Illinois Housing Development Authority that's mm -hmm. forgiven over a five-year period. There's another one through that same governing institution that gives you up to 7,500 that's forgiven over, or yeah, seven, I think, six, no, 6,000 that's forgiven over 10 years. Um, but there's also two programs that are, that are $7,500 that's not forgiven. That's mm -hmm. something that you repay if you decide to sell the home or refinance. Um, and is and that over five years? Is that, that a five one year? Is not, that 7,500 one is not. That one is, is, a, is a soft second that sits on your property until you decide to sell the home or refinance. Okay. okay. Forever. We, we, can, we can give links um, in your show notes regarding the IDA as well, I think. Um, okay. That way they have access to all of that information too. Okay. Um, and then there's a $10,000 loan, um, interest-free loan that you pay back over a 10-year period at $83.33 a month. See, you're so good. I love that because all people, they don't hear, I don't know why they don't hear any of those things. And then right. I think a lot of times when it's coming um, from the realtor partner, sometimes they, 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 they're not seeing it as, okay, this will have, we can find other programs and other ways to get you where you got to go and help you to get in the home, but that's not always the solution. Right. That it's a process too. And then, um, yeah. you know, with those, some of those programs can carry slightly higher interest rates than traditional mortgages. Yeah. Um, and so what happens is some lenders will just shy away from it altogether. Yeah. Maybe because they either don't have the product or they think that that's not the best, that the best solution for a client's situation. Yes. My take on it is I'm going to present you with options so that you can be an informed buyer and make an informed decision as it relates to it. Can you, can you get a mortgage without having to do the down payment assistance? Yes. Can we, can we price the loan, price the, 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 the rate to where you may get some level of credit that can help towards your closing costs? Yes. Yeah. Um, is that in the best interest of you? You tell me, you right. let me know exactly what works. Mm -hmm. okay? there, have been, there have been clients that have gone with a down payment assistance route and I've been okay with that. There have been clients that have gone with saying, no, I'm not going to do that. Just, just, you know, give me a slightly higher interest rate to see if we can get a little bit more of a credit towards your closing costs. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. Right. The big thing in that loan consultation is to make sure that you're as informed as possible about the process, about the products. So that you can be informed so that when you write pin the pad on contract, you can say, okay, I'm going to go with this program because I think that's the best for me and my family at this time. So you said some keywords and you've said them a few times that I'm hearing as big takeaways for anyone who is considering getting a loan or refinancing their home. I'm hearing communication. Yes. I'm hearing well-informed and I'm hearing educated. Right. What other what other things should someone look for in a good lending lender partner uh, when they're going through those processes, in uh, your professional opinion. Communication as well. Um, I think communication as a lender is really key. Um, yeah. Lenders can never communicate enough. Agreed. Um, sometimes even in the, the opportunities where we're communicating multiple times a week, that's not enough. And mm -hmm. so 
um, it's good for us to have that feedback. So if you if we're if 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 and and to be comfortable with that, I think that's why a lot of times it's good to have a great working rapport with the mortgage consultant and the realtor and everybody yeah. else that you're working with because if yeah. they can't answer your phone call or they can't answer your text message, good or bad information, that's aside, right. Say it. Then they're yeah. not the right person for you. I had a client, um, you know, all of our trans, I, I think what happens on social media is everyone posts the rosy comp, the rosy loans and the yeah. rosy. Uh, yeah, true. Um, Very true. Closings and everything <laughs> like that. And, but they don't get the fact that there are some challenging files and there are some times where clients are not happy with us. Right. I appreciate that feedback. Yes. And as bad as I want to not answer the phone sometimes when, right. when a client is upset or frustrated with the process, because I mm-hmm. don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. Um. I answer the phone. I have to. It's part yes, of my you do. job. It's what yes, we do. you do. You I know? can co-sign for that, by the way. Yes, you do. The, the truth. <laughs> you know, I have to answer it. You know, and, right. and we and 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 regardless, I'm I'm an information provider. I'm your consultant for life. Yes. So I have Indeed. to give you the good, bad, the skinny, and talk you through it so that we can work to make sure that this is a reality and and work through the challenge. It's only, you know, the, 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 it's only problem or challenges. Well, Trisha Brower says, which is my, one of my area manager person mm-hmm. that helped me get into the business. Um, you know, I don't want to say it wrong, but there are, there are no problems. There are only challenges and challenges have solutions. So That's good. what is the challenge? I remember that. Say um, that again. <laughs> there aren't problems. There are only challenges and challenges have solutions. You know, so how do we get over the challenge? I understand you're frustrated. That's not going to remove the challenge. What do we need? What do we need yeah. to do? Okay, yeah. let's work to, the, to get this taken care of. I appreciate your feedback. I will take that in consideration. But right now I'm trying to get you these keys. Yeah, yeah. And you just opened the door and I'm walking right into the next question. Let's talk about challenges. What are some mm-hmm. of the biggest challenges you see um, as a Black professional in the industry? Mm-hmm. Because let's face it, it's not a whole bunch of us, especially not in our area. Right. Uh, and then what are some of the challenges that we do find solutions for to better assist our clients that come from clients? Because I think that too, when you're talking about social media, right, you're right. You, you only see and hear the rosy colored pictures, you know, with the, everybody's happy and smiling, but we face challenges too. We are actually human beings as well, that we, we work very, very hard to take care of our clients. And like you said, it's not always, it's not always an easy gig all the time. How do you get through that? How do you stay positive? How do you do what you do being in the, the skin that you're in? How about that? Yeah. I think the I think the biggest thing for me is um, uh, how you show up matters, how you appear matters. Yeah. Um, as you can see, I have locks, you know, they growing long and strong. Yes, um, they are. You know, um, I'm a big dude, six, two, three plus. Like I'm, I am, when I walk into a room, I'm noticed. What comes out of my mouth is the first five seconds of a person's reality of, or, or assumption of what I am and who I am. Not yes. really what I, not really what happens when I walk into a room. So the first thing that I had to learn how to do, um, okay. and the first thing I'm counseling some of the people, it's so funny. I've got people that I'm actually mentoring in this space that has just started the business. It's literally okay. understanding who you are, right? And understanding that there are people that will want to work with you. And mm-hmm. there are people that, are, that may not want to work with you. And that's okay. There's plenty yes. of business in this space for you to be exactly who you are Amen. And and operate in excellence. As long That's as you're right. Operating in excellence. You know, um, I vowed very very early in my in my um, business to make sure that I will not compare 
I will not complain and I will not compete. The only person that's stopping me from, from doing what I need to do from a business aspect is me. That's Period. right. That's right. Period. 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 You know, you <laughs> sometimes, and I think we're getting into business development and, and mentoring with some of the people that we're talking with in this conversation, but I think sometimes it's it's okay to unsubscribe from people, unsubscribe yes. from, from their Facebook posts. Talk about it. Them as friends and all that other good stuff. Yes. But sometimes if you're not, if you're not careful, you're always comparing yourself to that person. And a lot of people think that this is a microwave success industry. It is not. There you are some that. people that have that in three years can do a tremendous amount of business and they're growing in leaps and bounds. Right. There are some people that it's a five year, that's a seven year look. And what you're yep. seeing is the result of a lot, a lot of work, a lot yes, of Lord. work. Yes, you know, Lord. So I think that's the first thing um, yeah. as far as, as, as our clients is concerned. Mm -hmm. recognizing number one yeah that we are professionals and we are humans as well mm -hmm. um we have even though you know in our business there aren't really office hours we have to protect right. our <laughs> yeah hello we got to protect our time that's um, right <laughs> and so you know but i even in those moments there are times where i'll answer the phone it's eight o'clock at night um because i know answering that phone matters um those are the those are the hours that our clients are here um there are people that will say, well, protect your bunker, protect your space, protect your time. Yep. You know, but I'd rather, I'd rather take a two minute call at eight o'clock at night than have to deal with it in the morning. If I can get it, if, if it's inside of five minutes and I know it can be resolved relatively quickly, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Or I'll text, you know, protect, protect your time. I think the other piece is making sure that you're protecting your mental space too, because this yes. can mess. Let's with, talk about that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. This can mess yeah. with your mental um, mm -hmm. in our profession that, you know, um, mentally it can be draining because the, because from the moment that you wake up, yes, you're working, mm -hmm. you know, you got text messages and e emails waiting on your response and everything is time driven. When you go on a contract, you 30 to 45 days, that's it. Right. Yeah. You know, no, 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 you know, there, there is no consolation. You have to make sure that you hit your deadlines. Yeah. So that requires you to be on all the time. And sometimes it's good to take, to take a moment and take a step back and kind of breathe and focus and, and, and get yourself um, well mentally and making sure that you're able to, to serve people at a very high level. Amen. So that's, that's one of the things. So, and many of our listeners are entrepreneurs. So mm -hmm. I don't think, um, and I've been an entrepreneur well over 20 years now. I don't think that's something we can never hear enough of yeah. is ways, healthier ways in how to protect your time and your, and your mental space. So yeah. can you share some of the things that you, that you do? You said texting is one of the things. And, and again, I'm a witness. And you do that very well, by the way. Thank you. I love that. I still get the information I need. I love that. because And we will be talking about the family side of Mr. Mitchell as well, yeah. if it's okay to touch on that for sure. a few minutes, because I think that's important for people to hear as well. But you're really good at saying, hey, out to, out to dinner with the family right now. Can I, can I call you back? Or can I text you some information at whatever time? What what other things like that do you do? And it never sounds, uh, just so you know, because I don't think I've ever said this to you, it never sounds like, oh, who is, it never sounds like you're too busy or it never comes off the wrong way. I know I'm going to get the information I, ne I need. Yeah. I love that you've responded back in some form and then, and then I'm good with that. So and you, and you, you, the way you communicate that, even in your messages, it doesn't, um, I think sometimes people can take offense to that because they think we're supposed to drop everything we're doing every time they call or text. Right. 
Um, were you always like that? Did you have to work your way to being uh, like to that? How did you get here? <laughs> How, when did you arrive, brother? <laughs> I had to work my way to that. Yeah. Because you listen to different <laughs> philosophies. I'm coached. I'm trained. You know, I listen to a lot of podcasts on growing business. Um, yeah. I listen to a, a lot of business, a, a, a lot of a lot of leadership podcasts and things of that sort. And you, you basically learn to find your way that to communicate that makes the most sense to you. And it's more real um, as a person to you. Okay. Um, I work very hard to be as detailed as possible on my calendar, on my schedule. Yeah. I okay. have apps galore that I utilized. Okay. Um, you know, like to do is, for instance, I don't I mean, if you're an Android or I don't know if it's on Android, no hate, no shame. Um, but I think it is actually, it is on I've Android. I've never heard of it, but I'll look into it with my Android using self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm messing, but to do is this fantastic. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I linked to do is with my, with my, with my, another app called fantastical. I know that's just Apple, but you can do Google calendar, Google calendar as well. Mm-hmm. You just learn to find ways to, um, not miss a beat as it relates to your business. So for instance, like you said, you'll text me and say, um, or you'll call me and I can't answer. I'll text right back and say, hey, I can't talk right now. Can I hit yep. you back in a little bit? Yep. Yes. Sometimes you'll give me information that I need to talk, that I need to work through. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you won't, where you, you know, where we just got to talk through something. Fine. Okay. As soon as we in that, I send a reminder on my calendar, on, on my alarm to call you back in 15 minutes so that at you're not left um holding the bag if if you will if you're mm-hmm. so that you're not left without information right because at the end of the day we have to make sure that if we say we're going to do something we do it we, if do we it. say we're going to call somebody back we do it yeah. um and and i'm a person um who who makes sure that as a mortgage lender i'm not like other lenders and the one thing that i can do that other lenders i know don't do well is yeah. communicate is Amen. follow up is follow back and Amen. follow through. Now, yep. that doesn't mean that I'm perfect, right? There are some right. times where things will slip because we're mm-hmm. human. We make mistakes mm-hmm. um, or things. I mean, we're very busy in our out, in our outside lives as well. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, um, we're bound by our word. My my full government name is on these documents. Amen. You know, which means that that, that um, the name of my father and my grandfather and my great great grandfather rests with the documents that I do and rests with. Come on, the- Bishop. Like it's Come the truth. on, people be think. See, that's the stuff I'm talking. That's why we get along so well. Yeah. Because I take my name so serious, and 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 my my kids will be like, "Mom, but like, no, that's that's our name on that. It yeah. is that serious. It does mean that much, right?" Yeah, it's the thing you live with, and it's the thing that you die with. Amen. Like, that's the one thing that you will have. Yeah. When they look at your obituary when they're reading your, the thing on the Come back on. on the back of your little photo on the front. On. Your name is first. And everything that happens is is on the end of it. You so it's you know that's that, and I carry legacy with me. What I'm doing yes, now do. is establishing future for my children and my children's children. Amen. So if I can do it, and I and I you know, and I can and I can um, carry my name with that. That yeah. same level of pride and emotion and responsibility now rests on the souls of my children, and I don't take that lightly. Period. Period. I I don't think I've ever seen you have a bad day. Do you have bad days? Do I have bad days? Do you ever? I have some. I have some very challenging days because, um, I mean, it's just our space. There are some days where I'm where I don't want. I don't want to talk to nobody. You know, my wife will tell you. 
you know, she'll be like, oh, one of them, like one of them, I'll be back. And I'll sit in the garage and find something constructive, constructive yeah. to do, or because our days don't end. Um, I think what people don't realize is that our, our, our work life and our, our home life are one life. Yes. One calendar with all of my activities, all of my kids' activities, everything yeah. that's going on with our, um, with my date night, with my, like all of that is on one calendar. Yeah. When my day ends, my day actually begins because my, my children don't want to hear that I had a long day. That's right. That is a day where they had a great time. They want to tell me about everything they learned. They want to tell yep. me about all the stuff that they did in class and they want to <laughs> yep. do their homework with me and show me that they can write and all that other stuff. Like I cannot be tired. Um, so in essence, do I have hard, do I have hard? Yeah. Days are challenging. Um, but what we're working for and what we're fighting for is worth it. Yes. You know, and I think I take that as a for, at, at the forefront of what I do. Yeah. Um, because I, I, you know, I can't, I can't, I, I know that what rests on my shoulders for my family, I can't let slip. I can't That's let right. fall. That's you right. Know? That's right. Shauna Weatherspoon sold our house when we bought our first house. She sure she did. Sold our house. Yes, she um, did. So she <laughs> saw the house that we came from into the house that we're that we're into now. Come on. And that's not to brag. No, that's, it's that's not. simply because it's, it's simply the reason that we had to buy the house that we did is because we have mom with us. We have two children with us. Yeah, we need space. We need right. opportunity. We need to make sure that the kids are in an amazing school district. I that's can't right. have hard days and rest on those days because of what I have to what I've established as a business owner and what I have as a responsibility as a father and a husband. That's it. That's it. I actually just had to let out. We had to have a good sit down and face to face with our younger children just last week mm -hmm. about those kind of things and saying, Hey, this, we're all, it, this takes the whole family working this deal to make all, see all of these moving parts that we have yeah. every day. This is part of the deal. So we have to take care of it because and not every career allows you or force you the opportunity to do all of these things. No, right? this is our so vision. It, it's all so important. Yeah. It's our vision, right? This yes, is the vision is. that I put on my vision board years ago. Yeah. You know, 10 years ago is what I put on the vision board for the house that we live in today. Amen. I had to walk out every step day by day and I'm still yep. walking it out day by day because now that we have it, got to keep it. That's right. That's right. That, we, that we're doing what we need to do. Um, so yeah, do I, uh, again, do I have bad days? Yeah, I have some horrific days. Um, and I don't think people who aren't in the space, um, I don't think they, they recognize that. They don't, but, but even, but in spite of that, we have to still show up yes. as if nothing, because there's all, again, there are no problems. There are only challenges and challenges have, have solutions. solutions. I am writing that down today. I'm writing that down. You blessed yeah. me with that. So thank you for that. And I, and again, I can say that you are a great man of all of the things and example of you. You really walk the, the walk, the walk and talk the talk. You 24 seven, you truly, truly do. Thank you. Do. So we, we see you and we salute you. So I want hey, you to I know that, that firsthand. Absolutely. So let's talk about this fatherhood man marriage stuff. Yeah. How you doing? How everybody hanging on? Everybody good. You yeah, know? everybody good. Everybody good. Everybody good. <laughs> so, so those I are am, big jobs. How do, how, do you, how do you balance that side of it? What's, talk to us about the things that are important to you coming from a man in your seat. So I think one of the things that I had to realize is that balance doesn't exist. It's a myth. Um, say that again. Wait, is, say it again. I said balance does not exist. It's only a myth. Oh man. Okay. Dang, that's good. It's, it's just it's a myth. So true. We need to understand that the pendulum. There's a pendulum, right? 
Yeah. Pendulum is always going to swing. Always going to swing. Sometimes the pendulum is going to swing more towards making sure that your child stays out of the principal's office and everybody's happy and good in school and all of that's good stuff. And the wife is happy and everything's good. Sometimes it's going to swing in the direction of, man, I need to focus on business development and growth because what I'm seeing coming in over the next 60 to 90 days is not what I want. It's right. not what I want. It's not what I want to accomplish. So I need to make sure I take care of what I need to take care of yes. so that this, the pendulum can swing back. It's, it's, it's a myth. <clears throat> it's a figment of our imagination. Mm. So um, I've learned to, to create walls. Number one, it, it, I, I've learned to create a calendar that, that, that helps me to focus on being as balanced as possible, even though it's a myth, right? So knowing that, and, and then focusing on making sure that there's time slotted in there for me to be me and to do me. Yes. So is there yes. a time for me to sit down and watch it? I don't really watch television, but can I watch a television show that somebody talked about three years ago? Yeah, I can sit down and watch one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. But then I don't feel productive. So then I go in to do one other right. stuff. Yeah, you know, guilty. But yeah, guilty. but it, it's balanced. You know, I, I mean, it's, 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 it's not a balance, but it's, it's learning the pendulum swing and learning how to make sure that you navigate both areas so that nothing slips and nothing falls through the cracks. Because at the end of the day, I want a successful career without a broken family. Amen. And a lot of people can't say they have that. That is true. And you know what? Oh my God, you just touched so many points again. So I was talking, <laughs> to people about, you know, success to each one of us looks, can look completely different, Mm -hmm. right? Well, success to me is a happy and healthy marriage and family and all of those things. Yeah. I want the financial things to it too, but what's all that if I, if this is a a whole mess and a hot mess. And I, and I see that a lot, um, in our industry specifically where people are highly successful, but their kids miss something. So You know, and, and I'm sure you've seen that up close too with other people. How do you make, you mentioned date nights um, and you've been married for quite a while now. Like how yeah. important is that? Are you planning the date nights? Doesn't matter who plans it at this point at the stage of the game you all are in. Help help yeah. us out with that. Talk to so, Cheryl. Good question. So prior to the pandemic, we would okay. have one date night every single week. Every um, week? Every week. Every Wednesday. What? It was slotted in our calendar every Wednesday. Now wow. that didn't mean that we had to go spend a whole bunch of money. We could, yeah. I could make because we do stovetop popcorn. We don't do microwave, so I would do. <laughs> I would stovetop some popcorn. Uh huh. We watch a show because we, me and her, watch sim. No, we don't watch none of the shows that are that. We have completely different tastes as far as shows are concerned. Okay. But we make an effort to find something that we can mutually enjoy, and we watch. Okay. It. Okay. That's date night. It could be go to dinner. That could be date night. It could be walking river, walking Naperville and getting some ice cream with the kids. That's date okay. night, you know? Um, now it's kind of shifted because nobody wants to go outside right. um, for the most right. part. And, I, you know, for me, because of the dynamic of our, our, our marriage and the dynamic of what's going on with our kids and their schedules and things of that sort, I take care of all of the food and whatever is going on. So I am the primary, like the, I think the typical role of the household um, and our family is reversed. Um, okay. So um, when my wife is working, because her schedule is really crazy, when my wife is working, I'm already planning out lunch and dinner. Like we already have that figured out. Um, okay. We already, we work a system with the homework. Sometimes she does it. Sometimes if I need to work late afternoon and, and do take care of some stuff, then she takes care of it. You know, again, that goes back to pendulums, right? But right. That's really the responsibilities of that. Okay. How I make sure that that we're healthy as a family. I do 
we do constant communication where we talk through. I don't think my wife and I have ever had an argument. And I think ever? that's, uh, we'll have disagreements and we'll disagree okay. on some things, <clears throat> uh-huh. but we never, but we don't argue. Um, and I think it's because through our relationship, through our marriage, we've learned how to talk through the challenges, right? And yeah. work towards solution. Now, the solution may not be what I like. It may not be what she like. Right. But if it gets us to the end result, That's then good. we go there. So learning to keep that 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 dynamic of our marriage ha- uh, well is great. I know the old adage is happy, happy wife, happy life. But I think honestly, it's happy spouse, happy house. That's you want to make sure that both of us have a valued Absolutely. interest in what we're doing for our marriage, what yep. we're building, because we're built, we're literally building legacy. Yep. Um, yep. And making sure that we're protecting that bunker so that nothing Amen. is going to get in the way of us um, achieving so you our all success. Have, and that, that's, again, that's phenomenal. Never had an argument. Ooh, Jesus, I got more work to do. I got a lot of work to do every day <laughs> in my life. <laughs> we, we disagree. We disagree. You know, there are some things that we disagree on, but we don't argue. Like, there's no reason arguing. Amen. Let's find out. What, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to write it yep. on this big old bulletin board I have. You hear what I'm saying, I think. I'm going to put that also on the bulletin board. How do we get the the things to align so that we still accomplish what we're both looking to do? Right, right. So did you get that way to that way of thinking from your father, you're watching your mother and father come up. How how did you because I I know a lot of men like just in no no shot at men, but they they struggle with communicating. Yeah. Did you come from that type of household? Uh, that's a good question. I, I never really saw disagreement or arguments in my household. Is um, that right? But I think for me, I'm a, I, I, I like, I'm a peace person. Yeah. Um, always been like, you know, friendliest people, the friendliest person that you would know. Um, but I'm very cerebral. So my, my process is always thinking, beh- thinking behind whatever somebody's saying to yeah. try to find, I've always been a person to try to solve something. Right. Yep. So I guess my mentality has always been, well, this is the issue. This is what you're presenting. What's the resolution? And can we agree on the resolution? Yeah. And I think that's, that's, that's helped because I'm like, you know, oftentimes there's always, there's always a way to figure something out, you know? And I think the other piece of our marriage that helps us be successful is making sure that we don't let stuff fester. Yes. You know? That's if you good. look, if you look at our backyard, if you look at the weeds in our in, in the backyard, yeah, every person's backyard has a level of weeds, right? right. Um, how you deal with the weeds at the root level makes 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 all the difference. Mm-hmm. Are you going to just sit there and let that weed grow? Because the weed, it, it, it's not going to do anything but suck life out of the grass, right? Yeah. Suck life out of the other plants that are around it because that's how it grows, right? Why right. not deal with it at the root and making sh- and make sure that you're that you're sweeping for that and spread right to ensure that that's not spreading and that's not an issue. That's so Just- good. That's so good. So, oh, that's so good. All of that's so good. So for the people out there who are still on the dating scene, men and women, what it and they want to be married. What advice would you give to the ladies, and what advice would you give to the men? Boy, this thing done shifted, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think enough of these kind of conversations are happening publicly. Right. So, and I want to get to the real of it. Like, again, people see all the cute and the fluffy stuff all of the time and not every day is set up that way. But I think it's so important. Like, for example, my oldest daughter is, our oldest daughter is 27. Okay. 
she keep picking, I'm telling all her business right now. She keep picking, the, she wants a husband, but she keep picking the same kind of dude who ain't never going to be her husband. Right. So I'm like, I'm, I'm about running out of advice to give her, brother. So help a sister out. Yeah. Well, I think you, I think you answered it. Um, okay. The power to define is the power to fulfill. Mm. Right. So I've if, you're, if you're seeking a, if you're seeking a partner, you have to define that partner. What mm. is that partner to you? Okay. And why does that matter for you? Um, when you can find value in, in what you're, what you're number one, you got to find value in yourself, right? You have to Say understand that. and to know yourself. Um, but after, after that, um, you have to learn to find value in, 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 in your time, mm -hmm. value in your mental capacity, in your mental space and value in your future. Yeah. The only way you can do that, especially when you're seeking partnership is to define that partner and making sure that your time is spent, um, only on those that, that, that are helping to define that characteristic for what you're looking for. That's I think that's, that, 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 that to me, to me is huge. Um, because you run into that all the time. I keep finding the same person. I keep finding the same person. I keep running, yeah. running the same person. Why are you in that same circle? That's right. Why, That's right. why aren't you, why aren't you stepping out of that circle yep. to find what you want and positioning yourself? That's just like people who want to be millionaires. Right. You know, we see, me and you see millionaires in our space every day. Yep. We walk with them. Like yep. there are millionaires in our space, like, like nothing else. Absolutely. And when you, when you, when you see them, they don't look, they don't really look like they're millionaires. Right. Number one. And then once, and then they define how, how to do it. And just like, okay, well, if I position myself around those people, I know that I'll walk in that same level of grace because all they're going to do is pour and educate. If you have the right people around you, yep. if I'm looking for the right partner, um, if I'm looking for the right person, I need to make sure that strategically I'm positioning myself around the people that walk like what I'm looking for. Indeed. Indeed. That's, I mean, so, you know, I'm 12 years out of the game or 15 years out of the game. So uh, that's what I would do if I was a, because me and my wife talk about all the time. I'm like, dude, I don't think I'm like, if, if, if life were to end for us as a married couple, I'm like, uh -huh. I, don't, I don't know how I would deal with this, this scene because this scene is wicked. Listen. You know? But again, it would go back to me defining what that is, what type of partnership that is going to be and walking that out. Thankfully, I don't have to deal with that. So. Amen. Amen. So would you, does your advice change? Because I don't, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. Is that is your advice the same for men and women that you just shared? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I figured it would be. That's good. Yeah, That's, it's good. The same. That's good. That's good. So let's so flip it back to Mary. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, uh, um, and I think this will probably tie into what you're about to say next. It's it's um yeah, answer your question because I think what you're about to ask is gonna help me go into my next point. <clears throat> well, I was I'm gonna flip it to married couples and ask you for the couples 12 years down the road, maybe five years down the road, maybe 50 years down the road, what advice would you give them? And I'll, I'll just, let me just put some real oomph and stuff in there because yeah. I said this to you earlier. Um, I had a, I had one of them real rough days in our business yesterday, kick my tail, work three, four months on these deals. And when I tell you, they're all blowing up on me. So I didn't sleep last night. I really didn't sleep at all. Um, my husband is is a man, a humble giant like yourself as well, where he carries a lot on his shoulders. And I try, I'm not always successful at this as his wife, but I try not to put that extra pressure on him. Um, so I was up 
I was up and I know I interrupted his sleep, which I'm not proud about today. So I have to make sure what I'm working on making sure of, and I, I want to um, help other couples understand that and communicate how can we as women be better wives to our, to our partners and our spouses as well. What are some of the things that we can do and, you know, making sure, although we are further down the road that we keep building the relationship. Cause you're never, that work is never done. I, Lord knows no. I don't want nothing else or nothing way different in that, that capacity, but no. what, what can we do to keep growing in the relationship as well from your, from, from you as a, a married man? Um, I think the biggest thing is making sure that you understand communication, understand communication boundaries. Yeah. Over time, you learn your spouse's language, but understand the fact that those languages can change. Yes. Um, That's good. Their expectations can change. So having an inventory of what what what's working and what's happy now um, and always being cognizant of what what they're looking for and what their mission is and what's their goals, what's their dream. When we get, when you first get into dating and marriage, you're all y'all, you're dreaming together, right? Right, right. I'm dreaming about this is what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. And you get yeah. married, you get that ring, you get married, you have children, um, and you start to lose focus on dreaming together. Yes. You know, yeah. your, your kids grow up, come out and you're an empty nester now. And you realize that 15, 20 years of your life was spent on making sure that they're not broken, right? but, uh, but not cognizant of the fact that you may be breaking your spouse because you haven't invested in that same amount of time and making sure that they're okay and that they're working and that they're living according to the purpose that you all have designed as a couple. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. making sure that you're always taking constant inventory, I think is key. Um, I struggle with it. I think all married couples do. Yeah. Um, Because we can, we can, and oh, I'm gonna go to the man real quick. Man, what happens is when we get to, when we get to getting frustrated and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, we start to internalize our emotion and our frustration because we don't want to push it out on our spouses. Yes. Number one, because we're afraid, we might be afraid of their response. Number two, we may think that they are, there's no way for them to help us. Um, yeah. And number three, we have this, I'm a man, I need to just deal with it mentality. Yeah. Um, no, like, no. Um, you have to make sure that you're around and you're surrounded by your one or two people that you can go to and have counsel with that's wise and that'll help yes. you through the situation. Say it again. And then you also need to make sure that you're having that constant communication with your spouse and talking with them. It is marriage is not an easy thing. It's right. hard. I right. mean, it is what it is. Right. It's hard. You, you know, you take two people and you say, y'all are one. Y'all, y'all, y'all are one. <laughs> But you don't you don't remember the fact that there's what's called a historic creation. So things that were spoken over them as children, things that they grew up with and they saw yeah. when they from their parents, That's things that they that they've had in their relationships growing up up, um, up to that point. It's yeah. all stuff that's being carried into your marriage. It's called baggage, right? And some people think that once you get that ring, that the baggage goes away. No, 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 it doesn't. Certain yeah. conversations, certain frustrations, certain um, things when it comes to money yeah. can trigger those emotions that were established before you were Way even in before. the picture. Yeah, They hold you accountable for that person's mistake or that person's challenge because that's, right. that's a part of their life that they haven't healed from. So understanding how to have those communication and those, com- and those conversations, even the tough ones, um, and sometimes not having a response is okay. Oh, that's good. Cause it I'm is. horrible at that. That's so good. Okay. I'm going to remember that. <sighs> not I'm having, remember a, that. not having a response sometimes. Cause, cause sometimes, especially as man, we just want to get stuff on, on our heart. We don't want you to solve it. 
we just want to get stuff out on our heart because we want to be able to to um, vocally express where our challenges lie. You may come back to the table in a couple of days, not even talk about it and be like, hey, um, I've been thinking we should probably do this. Tell me what your thoughts are. And that can so be sometimes women just need to be quiet. Sometimes it's what you're Amen. saying. Amen. Amen. Sometimes okay. both of us need to just need to just need to just sit back. Okay. Taking we have two ears for a reason. Taking yes. the information. Yeah. Um, I know me, I have a problem with always trying to solve, right? Yes. So sometimes my, my wife could be venting or my children could be telling me things. And I'll say, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll fix this, we'll fix that. Right. Um, and, and that's not always the case. Sometimes it's just good to just be that ear. Yeah. Um yeah. and I'm a journaler, so I'm gonna be that ear. I'm a journal. We're gonna come to back to it at some point, and I'm gonna right. I'm gonna work to try to see if there's a way that we can solve for it. Um, but like I said, every every marriage deals with it. Um, it's just it's just how you deal with it and how you approach it that makes all the difference. I don't have all the answers. We 12 years in, um, it's forever to go. That's a long Amen. time. Amen. The kids are seven and four. Yeah. Um, you know, life could happen. We just have to make sure that that we're in front of it rather than letting challenges or letting little things fester and grow into big weeds that we that we you know that we can't control look at you dropping all kind of knowledge today just so just just dropping gems everywhere i love it i love it well i i want to thank you again um i i know a lot of times i always tell people i already know when the interviews are going to be really really good you dropped so many gems today but before we pay these bills and get out the way because again we know you're a busy man um what what do you Please close us out with your information. How can we connect to you? You out, you out here giving marriage advice, getting people in houses, building wealth, creating legacy. So How do we contact you directly, brother or bishop? Yeah, so I might have to start am, calling you bishop now. <laughs> you are hilarious. So all social media, I'm on all social media. So um, LinkedIn is Jason Mitchell. Um, I think Jason R.M. Mitchell. Um, Facebook uh, is Jason Mitchell as well, or the Jason Mitchell Mortgage Team, if you want to get on my, my business page. Um, and LinkedIn, I'm sorry, Instagram is Jason Mitchell Mortgage. TikTok is Hubby Daddy Mortgage Guy. So I haven't really TikTok. Hubby Daddy Mortgage Guy. I haven't been doing it, but everybody's been telling me, dude, you need to get because I, I the reason I said Hubby Daddy Mortgage Guy is because I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a mortgage professional. I so love it. That platform to talk through all of those because I think we all need help at some level in our marriage. And like I said, I don't have all the answers, but maybe there's one or two things that I can say that can trigger an, uh, um, an ability to respond and act in a way that's going to yield a greater success for you. In your I marriage, love it. In your I business, love it. Or what thank you. Thank you for your time. Um, and and we just just keep doing what you're doing, brother. Thanks. No, I appreciate what you, Shana. Doing. So full disclosure, Shauna Weatherspoon was my very first mortgage transaction. She had one client I'm not going to say her name. I'll give the initials. I met Shauna at an event in Bolingbrook and she gave me my first mortgage transaction. So all of my success and everything that I'm doing is because of the fact that you gave me my shot as a loan originator. And I appreciate you for that. Do you know I just learned that for the first time right now? Uh-huh. I never knew that. My very first mortgage transaction. And my, and I'm going to say this and get out the way, and I ain't saying it just to be saying it, that to date in 18 years was one of the toughest deals I ever worked. I never knew that. Very first one. I'm going to get you. I'm yeah. going to get you. We're going to get off of here before I start cussing on this. I couldn't you tell have, you. I, mean, I, I couldn't, never I knew couldn't, that. I couldn't tell you. Oh, but yeah, it was my first one. I would have never known that in a million years. Let's 
gonna get off this podcast. Now I'm about to call you back and cuss you out though after this. You're God so bless, funny. take care, keep empowering the masses, brother. Keep on doing what you're doing. And thank you for being the man of God that you are. Yes, ma'am. I appreciate it. Take care. It. God bless. All right.